Hey everyone, I'm Todd Wayne along with Anna Gatlin from Sixth Sense Paranormal. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Paranormally Podcast, home for all things paranormal and supernatural. And coming up on this episode, we're talking to Laura Kopp with Palo Duro Paranormal. I hope I said that right. I probably killed it. <laughs> uh, they're located in uh, Amarillo, Texas and in Potter and Randall County. Uh, the group was founded in 2008, and it's comprised of nine team members. Uh, they've been searching for answers to the paranormal and activity and phenomena from it ever since. So grab yourself a drink and a snack, turn the lights off on the way back, find yourself a comfy spot, and enjoy this episode of Paranomaly. Stay with us. Right, how's it going, everyone? Going good. All right, Laura, you there? I'm here. All right, good. So, how you doing, Laura? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm fine, thank you. And Anna, how are you today? Doing all right. How about yourself? I am doing fine, thank you. And uh, thank you so much for uh, <laughs> kicking it with this last minute thing for us. <laughs> You're so welcome. She uh, she was right on it, so I think she deserved it. Oh, good, good. <laughs> so, Laura, uh, thank you for coming on in such short notice. And, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. What got you started in the paranormal? Thank you for having me. Um, I have always been really interested in the paranormal ever since I was a kid. My mom and I would watch, like, paranormal shows on TV, and I was always super into it. That, I knew that's what I wanted to do and just never really had the opportunity until somewhat recently. I met our group leader, Tanya, through work and joined the group and have been participating as much as possible ever since. Oh, that's fantastic. So in the paranormal spectrum of things, uh, how long have you been researching I've probably been researching for 20 years now. It was about 10 wow. when I started getting really into it. And so I've nice. researched it and tried to learn as much as I could. Uh, but I've only been in a group for about a year. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Here. Let me see here. Got to fix this. Yeah, at least you guys. Go ahead. What was that? I was. I don't know if it was my phone, but everything just cut it cut out. <laughs> I know that's what I just had that same problem. I'm like, what is going that's so on? weird? All right, quit with the Ouija boards over there. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, do you own this group, Laura? No, I am a member of the group. My best friend is the leader. Oh, okay. All right. So what's some of the, like, what's some of the biggest places that you've uh, investigated? 
uh, we do a lot of home investigations, but uh, probably the biggest place we've done has been the Worley Hospital in Pampa. Uh, that's a fairly famous place from what I understand, because I had heard all about it before I ever even moved out to the Panhandle. Um, and we also did the Old Park Hotel in Ballinger recently, which was a fantastic experience. So tell us, tell us a little bit about Worley State Hospital. So Worley State Hospital is in Pampa, Texas, which is a small little town out here in the Panhandle, about 45 minutes away from Amarillo. It, it used to be a lot bigger and the town had kind of everything. It was an oil town. It boomed for a while around in between World War I and World War II. And so they opened their own hospital up. And that slowly sort of dried up as the people left the town for more job interviews. There are lots of different experiences that people have there. But kind of the biggest one is an apparition of a nurse um, mm. who uh, people believe killed herself around um, World War II. And then there is a black shadow kind of crawler that people will see while they are walking around the hospital. Oh, Can wow. Tell me more about that. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I saw this, which was really cool. I think it was my first, like, really big major thing that I ever saw. It's just kind of a, a black humanoid figure that will crawl across the ground. And I've heard that it will crawl across the ceiling as well. Um, but most people oh see it God. just kind of shooting it between rooms or down hallways. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so and there's nothing, yeah, there's nothing really malicious there. Um, like you go in, it's not it doesn't threatening. Have like a, it's not threatening. I think a lot of people are kind of freaked out by it because when you see like a black shadow figure, you kind of assume yeah. it's going to be something bad. But the hospital doesn't have a bad feel to it. It doesn't. It doesn't feel threatening. Like you go inside and you don't feel like that stress feeling, like the tightness in your chest you get when you go somewhere where there's like a like a negative entity. You don't really yeah. get that there. Well, what what was okay. the hospital? What was it for? It was just the local hospital for the just the medical needs of the people of Pampa. So anyone that was, you know, having a baby or needed medical treatment would go to the Worley. Do you know what the date was that it was it was founded? Uh, not off the top of my head. Okay, I yeah. can look it up though. No, that's all right. I, I was just curious <laughs> if it, you know, if it had something to do with like, you know, the Wild West or anything. I, it did not. I, I do know that off the top of my head. Um, Of course, the Wikipedia page isn't going to pull up, <laughs> but it, it didn't have anything to do with the Wild West. It was like the early 1900s, maybe late 1800s. Well, that's OK. That's all right. That's interesting. It, it sounds like someplace that uh, Anna would definitely go to. I'd be. Too oh, scared. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a really cool place. I, the ghost, the ghost hunters um, have been there and mm. a couple of other famous paranormal teams have gone there as well. Yeah. So definitely. And you was just there, you said, right? I was there. October. I think in October. Awesome. So you got some, some pretty good evidence then. 
I think so. We got a few really cool pictures. We didn't get a ton of EVPs. Um, but the SLS camera was acting up. We got uh, pictures of what looks like a person walking down a hallway, which was really exciting. Hmm. And then a lot of personal experiences, which I don't necessarily consider evidence because I can't prove that. Right. Sure, exactly. There's no way to debunk that personal experience. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you said that. Now, tell me about the uh, – you said about a hotel that you had? Old Park Hotel. The Old Park Hotel. It's in Ballinger, Texas, um, in between uh, – it's near Abilene. Uh, near what? Near so where? Near Abilene. Okay. It's uh, also in Texas. It is a. It's exclusively um, for rent by paranormal investigators at this point. You rent out the whole hotel, and oh, you can wow. stay there for a night or a weekend. And it is. It is crazy active. It's probably one of the coolest places I've ever been. And even as I was driving away, I was just like, I can't wait to go again. Like I want to go back right away. Oh my God. There's something so, about it that is just like, so it, it draws you in. Yeah. I was just going to say like that feeling where you want it, you're getting pulled in and excited and all that at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. So you, you said this was just for now paranormal, paranormal investigators, like, to rent out like the whole hotel it is yeah you run out wow. the the whole hotel um it's been around a couple hundred years it's been through it went through like the wild west phase um it was a brothel at one point i think it's been a brothel at a couple of different points um it is like right across the street from the courthouse in uh in town and it is ironic. it is a wild and interesting place. It sounds like it. Yeah. I'm getting excited just to hear about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I recommend that anybody go there. Absolutely. And, and with it being having so much uh, historical, because I'm reading right now on the Old Park Hotel, 1886. <laughs> so yes. that, that's that's awesome. That's definitely yeah. It's been through some stuff. What was that, Anna? I said it sounds like it's definitely been through some stuff. It it definitely has been. There's um, there's like a a basement that no one can get into, which who even knows what that was used for? People have died there. Um, It there was um, there's a a restaurant now. It was a tavern or a saloon uh, back in the day. Somebody shot a gun from the balcony of the, the saloon kind of across the, the street, like catty corner and killed somebody on the front, uh, like the front stoop of the hotel. And um, there's just, when you go there, the, the owner has so many good stories to tell and he's so knowledgeable about the, the location and about paranormal investigation. And it's, it's amazing. And was you, you was um, there, right? Yes. So t- tell us a little bit about this doll. Yeah. The doll, um, which one? There's a whole room of dolls, but um, the, there's one are here. Are you on their Facebook page? I, I think, no, I'm, I'm on their uh, their main website. It the, talks yeah, about a, a Ginny, 
A porcelain yeah, doll? Yeah, that's what I'm just looking at. Jenny, okay. Yeah, so they have a whole room of dolls, and um, I believe he said that nine of them are cursed. Several of wow. them, um, they have little stories that go along with them. So you go and you read it, and you're like, this doll was owned by a woman who, like, she was beaten to death by her husband, and ever since that oh happened, God. like, weird things have happened around the doll. Um a creepy clown doll that will move its arms and one of the dolls and i can't remember her name it might be jenny i could be wrong though but like when you kind of stare at her it feels yeah um it feels like the world is like moving in a way it shouldn't like it feels like her face is warping and like things are just kind of like moving in and out wow wow so did you catch great evidence of Sorry, Tom. <laughs> no, go ahead. We had more of the shadow figures. Um, we would all, or like sometimes we would all be downstairs and there would be footsteps upstairs. Um, shadows. Did you ever try to debunk them? We did. So we would go, we would move around upstairs. Somebody would stay upstairs and like sit in a doorway and kind of like mm-hmm. move around in a room. And we weren't able to, like, recreate the sound of somebody walking up the stairs or walking down that hallway um, the, the way that Great. it would sound when we were downstairs. So so tell us that you did camp out in that room. So I didn't camp out in the doll room. There is a – but there is a yellow room. Um, it's got, like, a little kind of setting area and then, a, and then like, a second half of the room that is, like – where the bed is and the dresser and all that and the owner told us um that's dan lefave he's super cool um he told us that about half the time people that stay in that room they'll just like bail in the middle of the night like they'll pack their shit and go really wow (laughs) and like or like sleep in the car or just go home and oh I was like, God. oh, that's where I'm going to, that's where I'm going to stay. <laughs> so <laughs> I, awesome. I stayed in that room and, uh, I felt something, I was like in a little closet area and I felt something grab me like right around where my bra strap sits. I know you don't know oh, that wow. where that is, Todd. Um, <laughs> 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 and something grabbed me like right around where my bra strap sits and, it was like, you know, I was standing up against a wall, so there's nobody behind me, and and so that obviously I can't prove that, but that was very cool. And then um, on our second night there, I was fixing to go to bed because we were going to have to get up in the morning and, and drive back to Amarillo, and so we went to bed around two o'clock. And so I was fixing to to go to bed. I, I took my shirt off, started changing into my pajamas. And something twisted the doorknob really loud. So I, I burst out into the hallway, no shirt on. Wow. <laughs> and there was, because I was like, I don't know, like, I don't know if someone's like screwing with me or what. So I just, no shirt, burst into the hallway, and there was nobody in the hallway. And I was wow. like, oh, that was crazy. And that was one of the things that Dan said happens there is like the spirits will like twist the doorknobs to mess with people. Nice. Wow. I'm ready to go. <laughs> right? 
So uh, in this in this house, have you gotten uh, EVPs and things like that? In my house? No, no. In this uh, this hotel. Oh, in the hotel, we got a couple. Um, I need to send them to you. I had to. I have to get them because I don't have them on my computer. But I can send them over to you um, probably tomorrow. Um, we had a couple. Um, we had at one point we got. Um, what sounded like fuck off. Oh, and nice. I was like, Oh, okay. Um, we were with some other people and they were like, what are you trying to say? And I'm just like, are, are you telling us to fuck off? <laughs> and <laughs> well. obviously we didn't leave. Um, and, uh, a lot of, a lot of it there was also the personal experiences, which, I find is is the way it goes sometimes you'll be like ah we had to have gotten something so good on our on our audio recorder or on our cameras because just so much happened and then you start listening to it and it's just like no there's nothing there <laughs> it happens yeah yeah so so what else what else have you uh, investigated there so those are the only public locations that that i've investigated the group has done the army surplus store that we have here in town and a couple of local businesses but a lot of what we do is we'll go to people's houses um people will call us for you know the scratching or they'll hear voices and so we'll go and like do a camp out at their house i love residential cases that's that's what i focused on in my career in the paranormal uh i've done so many i've done hundreds um that and business location so if i compile them together it's probably probably close to 150 places i did over the years but i love i love doing the the client-based type things of course i I like to go i'll go to waverly hills or wherever i mean i'm open for that but i i i think that my forte is uh private residential places I really like the private residential places too with the, like the, the locations, a lot of them are, you know, advertising that they're haunted and they're like, Oh, this is a haunted location. Come investigate it. And so you never really know, are they helping it along? Right. And I'm not, I'm not saying that anywhere that I've been has, has helped it along anything like that, but it's always kind of in the back of your mind. Like they want, people to know this is a haunted location are they going to you know help you get evidence so you'll go tell other people it's a haunted location sure so is it like like a legend around the area like a myth or old wives tale yeah we have um there's an old elementary school and there's this rumor like wives tale story that like a janitor killed himself in the um, like the bowler room. Oh wow! So everyone thinks that place is super haunted, and there's nothing there. Um, that story never happened, and people are just like they they'll like hear the air conditioner go off and be like, "Oh, it's the, it's the man in the boiler room," and <laughs> and it's it's not. Yeah, I, I Did you hate- find any of them that were true? I haven't found any that are true. In, in our area. <laughs> I was about to say, girl, you say you found one that's true. I want to know exactly which one it is. 
the the wild thing about Amarillo is we're we're like we're you know we're in the wild west and a lot of terrible things surely happened here. Oh yeah. So I'm kind of of the opinion that like there's just something bad about the land in Amarillo that causes some of the hauntings that we have here. And yeah. you know, there's not a whole lot we can do about that. <laughs> right. That's just, you know, we can't cleanse the house when it's the land that's bad. Right. Right. And and you know that that's a very good way to look at it because uh you're talking about land that has a history of like native american feuding mm-hmm. so there's Absolutely. yeah so i mean it's there's a whole big component right there mm-hmm. and if they did any burials or anything like that you know everybody knows if you're a paranormal investigator you don't mess with that you don't mess with that but land developers don't really care about that no they don't no uh Land developers, they just want that money. Mm-hmm. They just want that money. They don't care what happened before. Exactly. So, that's a great something. They don't even care. So how would you know if there was, like, Indian massacres on there? Would you have to go to, like, the uh, – who, who would you call for that? Um, you just have to go and look at the land records um, and kind of see – if there's any any kind of history of it, um, look at old maps, try and find old historical records. But that sort of stuff is just, it's almost impossible to prove. Like, we all know it happened here. A lot. Me and Anna's coming over. Me and Anna's coming over. <laughs> we're going to grab shovels and we're going to find out. We're going to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys, you guys should have come out when I was in my old house. My old house... Even as a paranormal investigator, I had to move because I it was so haunted and I couldn't handle the activity. Oh, please. We want details. Oh, yeah. So I, <laughs> I moved. I bought a foreclosure when I moved to town because I have dogs and it was renting is just really difficult with dogs. So I was like, I'll just buy a house. And so I bought a house kind of on the outskirts of town. And like even as I was buying it, I had a weird feeling about the house but i was like oh i'm sure it's fine whatever you know i'm just gonna ignore my gut and i'm just gonna buy this house and so i I bought the house and like i found that i was obsessing over like little tiny things like the paint or the carpet whatever and then i would change it and everything would be better for a while um but i was having these just crazy nightmares where I would see like a drowned woman like crawling over walls. Oh wow! Um, like yes, like in my bedroom there was like a weird little kind of cutout. I don't know how to describe it because I've never seen anything else like it in any other house I've ever been in. But it was like kind of a half wall, and I would see like I would have nightmares and, and see like a kind of looked like the Grudge Woman, but like skin rotting off the gray of, of oh, like a drawn wow. person just like climbing over the walls so i called uh i called a psychic to come out and i didn't really tell her what was going on didn't give her any ideas i was just like i i think there's Good. something going on in my house yeah i never tell and, any psychics or anything like that at all yeah i just like figure it out like i just mm-hmm. I, I think i've got a problem see if you can figure it out 
And she went to the exact spot where I was having the nightmares being like, there's like a, like a woman's spirit here. And she would like go around the house and like point out things that like this used to be this way. And this used to be this way. And, and this happened here. And I was like, well, that's really weird. Like I'm going to look into that. And she was like, I think there was, you know, domestic violence in this house. And I was like, oh, that's good. That's wonderful. And so I started talking to my neighbors and was kind of like, hey, like, what were the people like before me, before I moved in? And there was domestic violence in every family that had lived in that house. Oh, wow. So that, that, do you think, was that spirit wise? Do you think, do you think that everyone that moved in there was being, uh, well, I would kind of say like, not possessed, possessed, but they had some kind yeah they yeah definitely do you think that's what caused it yeah i think Mm. so and um i like i had cabinets you know cabinets would start slamming things would disappear things would break and like it was freaking the dogs out and it was just constant i was like i can't get i've cleansed the house i've had psychics come and it wasn't anything like super dramatic, like, you know, the walls collapsing down or anything, but it was enough that I was like, I can't keep living here with my dogs. So I made the decision to move and things just went absolutely wild. And like, the cabinets were always slamming. Things were breaking, falling off of shelves. Mm. And then no, wait, you, about you, a weekend. You said, you said that you moved. Yeah, and, and then things got wild. I'm, I'm confused. Did when, things get wild at so this like, new place? I, no, I made the decision to move, and then like I guess the house knew. I don't know, but as okay. soon as like I made the decision, like I'm moving out of this house, things went wild. Wow. Okay. And then um, about a week and a half before I moved out, probably, I was I was sleeping. It was middle of the night, and I heard a tornado siren going off. And I woke up and I was like, oh, what the hell? It's a tornado siren because we don't have those here. We don't have tornado sirens for whatever reason. And it was coming from the hallway outside of my bedroom. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And so I I called the group and I was, hey, uh, you know, guys, I want to see if we can figure out what's going on here before I leave. So we came. We did like a full investigation at my house. Um we went to go get tacos at one point and then somebody was sitting in front of the house and we're like, is there any, they called and they're like, Hey, is there anybody in your house? And it was like, no, like we all went out to get tacos and there were like shadows going in front of the window. And I was like, well, my dogs are there. And they're like, no, it was people sized. So we set up cameras, had the audio recorders going, had all of our equipment, every single piece of equipment failed. All of the oh. data was corrupted. Wow. Oh man! The audio recorders, the cameras, all of it. I mean, was it like and was it full out like cameras? The batteries are dead. No, the batteries like were everything the batteries. Everything failed. The batteries were still working. Things were recording, but then when we went to take all of the stuff off the camera, everything was corrupted from the voice or all of the voice recorders, all of the cameras, and I was like, oh, yeah, maybe it's my you know maybe it's the equipment. So I would like, I would tried to like record stuff um on my equipment that was my personal equipment it records i sat so sat in my office and recorded on my audio recorder that recording worked i recorded on my camera that worked 
it was just the recordings from the night that we did the investigation at my house. Oh, wow. That's, that's crazy. That is pretty crazy. And then I, and then I, and then I got out of there. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you now? I am, I'm still in town. I'm just on the other side of town. So still <laughs> I want to get as far away from that. Pretty much. We actually did, um, we did an investigation at a private residence about three streets over from my old house that was having similar activity as well. So, so don't you, be the land. Yeah. Don't you worry, don't you worry about like going to somebody's house and then getting an attachment, bringing it home and then everything mm-hmm. starting up all over again. I am constantly worried about that. My boyfriend worries about that. I'm just like, I'm a professional. It'll be fine. <laughs> and, and we're, we're careful. You know, we, we, you know, use the holy water. We cleanse ourselves. We are, we're careful before we go to an investigation. Like if someone's feeling wrong, like, you know, like depressed or just like not feeling like themselves, but like, you got to stay home today. Like you can't come to this yeah. investigation. Um, like I'll, I'll bring visitors home every once in a while. They'll just like, like, I'll just like have like a passerby come and like open a door, or, like knock, be like, hi, I'm here. And I'm just like, go away. We're not doing this again. <laughs> and wow. it's never been anything that stayed. Well, that's, that's definitely a plus. I mean, you don't want, uh, <laughs> you don't want to go back to that uh, same. No. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, have you ever, have you, in in your encounters doing uh, private residential clients, have you had anything demonic happen? Don't ask. There, there's a house that we went to that we got growled at. Uh, we got growled at in, in an audio recording, and um, I know there's something something there and i think it's demonic but when we went and did like a full investigation it was it was just flat (laughs) and so i'm like we have to go back because i know something's there yeah well when you get that feeling you know you know yeah yeah i was gonna say uh you know she hit it right there Uh, it's your body is like the best piece of equipment that you could ever have it is yeah, you, it really is. It tells you everything. It, you always go with your gut. I mean, everything, everything. Your hair stands up. You get cold. You know when something's coming by you in your personal space. Yeah. Yeah. You, you absolutely know. It's just, you know, what do you do about it? <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, there's – what can you do? <laughs> I mean, you're kind of not much. <laughs> yeah, you, your body's telling you, you know, it's it's tingling. You're you're getting, you know, it's telling you that there's energy around. And then if you get your hair pulled, what do you do? I I have no idea. I'd be running out the door, I guess. <laughs> the, my my very first investigation, I was like trying so hard to be professional. I wanted to impress the the group and be like, guys, like. I got this. I know what I'm doing. I'm, you know, keep me on the team. Like I'm an asset. And so we went out 
to like a little it's a little ghost town outside of pampa it's you know it's nothing big it's just we have a member of the group who knows the owners and they let us go out there and they have you know so they have elementals and they'll have you know you'll see little spirits sometimes nothing nothing major and it's not like a establishment that people can really go to because there's nothing out there and so i was like i got this like i'm i'm gonna do so good I've been watching ghost hunting shows for 20 years. I know how to do everything. And, oh, <laughs> and I was so proud of myself. And I and I knew I was going to impress everybody. And we're out there. We're walking around. And we, we start packing up our stuff because we, like, we decide it's time to go. We, we feel like whatever's out there is kind of getting frustrated with us. So we're like, we're going to go home. And I feel something just like grab my face. And I screamed so loud <laughs> and I was so embarrassed because I was like trying so hard to put on this professional image. And I just screamed like I was, you know, completely incapable of handling the paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> I have to laugh. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you. I think all, they were. Go ahead. Go ahead. Everyone out there was just like, no, like it's 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 fine, it's completely normal. <laughs> I'm just like, no, it's so embarrassing. I, and I have to laugh because I think that that we've all been there at one point in time. That we we feel that we're yeah, we can tackle anything, and then we have something happen, and we're like, oh my god, we're running, you know? Exactly. <laughs> oh man, that's good. So you've uh, you've no doubt learned from that mistake, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I There's a couple of things I'm like, I know if I see, you know, this or like if this happens, I'm probably going to scream and I just have to accept that. But I'm definitely better at not just being like, oh, my God. <laughs> and like nice. freaking out if I see, it's a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes your body just says that, though. I mean, it's baiting your personal face. And if something grabs you that you don't want to grab you, your your natural reaction is fight or flight. That's true, right? And we all know that you know. <laughs> we we all know, <laughs> and I'm still laughing about you saying that. This is uh, the paranormal is, of course, it's subjective. First off, it is. It's really a big psychological. It has that effect on you psychologically, and I think that's what a lot of people don't realize. They watch these shows, and of course, there's back-to-back evidence, and you know, then certain paracelebs are calling out these spirits and things like that, and they don't really understand that when you're in that situation, what it's like, because they're just seeing what TV shows want you to see. Yeah, it's – I mean, you sit there – for eight hours, hyper, like hyper focused, trying to hear any sound or see any movement. And it just kind of puts your brain in a different sort of area, different space than kind of just out on the street, mind in your own. And I found when I will go to a gas station sometimes to grab a drink after like in the middle or after an investigation and like, I'll hear like a door open. I'm like, like we're in a public place. Right now, somebody opened a door. Like I don't need to be paying attention to that. <laughs> so, so Anna, tell us this: how 
how many times have you sat in a place for 24 hours and got absolutely nothing? That was for you, Anna. Not applicable. I was in there thinking, not applicable. That that doesn't apply. <laughs> oh, does it apply? So you get things that happen all the time then? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's what, never silent. It's always something. And Laura, what about you? Do, do, do you get stuff quite often? Uh, we get stuff pretty often. There have been a few times where we'll go somewhere and it's just dead. Like, we don't hear anything. We don't see anything. And we're just like, well, that that sucks. That's unfortunate. Um, but usually on the places that we know for sure something's happening, like there'll be a picture or there'll be an EVP. And you're just like, oh, well, at least we caught something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's... Well, I mean, if you go and don't catch anything, you still went for the experience. Yes. Exactly. I, it's so much fun just like standing in a dark building, like yelling into the abyss, be like, hello, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> do something. Knock on a wall. Do something. Someday your grandkids are going to say, Grandma, what did you do when you was young? You say, Well, I sat in the dark <laughs> talking to myself. <laughs> exactly. I waited for responses. And if I talked back to myself, we wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> So what, uh, Laura, what big things do you have planned for, for your group? We've got a few um, local investigations that we've probably got going on this year. My my best friend, Tanya, she's the leader of the group. Her boyfriend, uh, my partner, and I are all going to go back down to Ballinger later this year, which we're really excited about. It's going to be Tanya's boyfriend's first paranormal investigation and my partner's first paranormal investigation. <laughs> so we're oh, taking wow. them to one of the haunted places we can think of. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> and we're hoping, it's not a guarantee, but we're we're pretty sure we're going to be able to get into the Nazareth and Mineral Wells and the Baker and Mineral Wells this year. Um, and I think that's oh, going to wow. be kind of like the highlight of... Of anything we're able to do, I feel like anything is going to pale in comparison to to getting into the Baker. So, so tell me a little what what are, what's the mineral wells? Tell me about this. Are they is it water or? So, mineral wells is it's a little town. Um, how do directions work? West of, of Fort Worth, and it's where my family's from. And it used to be kind of like a big celebrity hotspot because they've got these underwater springs that have the the minerals the mineral wells and have you ever heard of crazy water i have yes yes. that's that's from mineral wells so that happy water happy feeling yep oh i want some of that so bad it's so good don't drink too much though because it'll mess up your tummy oh my gosh yeah you, you can have like one glass of it and then you get the benefits if you drink much more than that then you get too many benefits. Oh, <laughs> well, and, and not, <laughs> I think it a little bit slow. And not the kind of benefits, you know, that, that's good for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so it's, so it's, where do you think you're going to go? Um, hopefully this summer, it is a matter of when they get the floors in and let us go in. Cause they, 
like celebrities used to go and it used to be like the big hot spot where people would go and, and, you know, bathe in mineral water because we thought that that would cure us of all of our ails. And so they built this, yeah, they built this giant hotel, the Baker hotel, gorgeous art deco decor, just absolutely beautiful building. And then people stopped going because people stopped believing that if you bathe in in special water, you're going to get better. And so they started losing money. The owner stopped paying taxes. And then in like the seventies, it shut down and nobody did anything with it. And then it would get bought and the tax debt would be too high. So it would get sold again. And then Probably 2019, they decided, like, somebody with enough money to do something with it bought it and has been renovating it ever since and had to take all the asbestos out and, like, rip a lot of floors out. So it's not really, like, safe for people to go into. Well, you but know, we when think we're going to be able to. If that starts, oh, you know, there's sure. a lot of activities stirred up. You already know what I'm talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. <laughs> I want to get in there before it's completely done because I'm like, you guys are just messing up all kinds of stuff. And right. when we were kids, like everyone knew it was haunted. Like when we were kids, people would break in. and That's and it, pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm just super excited that the, the baker is, is I can coming tell. back and they're going to like make it a nice place again, but it's also a super cool paranormal place. That's nice. awesome. I've wanted to do the Baker Hotel for a long time. I was really bitter when um, somebody else got into the Baker before I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, my my aunt met that particular person and... Uh-huh. Um, she she didn't have the best things to say. <laughs> oh, jeez. But hopefully we get in. If we get in, I'll invite you guys. Yeah, that would I be hope awesome. You do. <laughs> um, I really hope that, that would be awesome. It's a huge place, so the more people, the better. Yeah, I I go shit. I want some of that mineral water. I want some of that goofy happy water, man. <laughs> Every, everyone's looking for ghosts. She's looking for mineral water. <laughs> the the, the crazy water hotel is right across from the, the baker, right across the street from the baker. So you can just mosey on over and get some. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> coming back to me now when I saw it on TV. That's right. I completely forgot about that. It doesn't make you high. I will I will tell <laughs> you that. The, the mineral water does not in, induce a feeling of intoxication. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would kind of... That would kind to, uh, you know, if you if it did and you tried to investigate, that would be that would be a bad thing. That would be funny. It'd be a whole mess. <laughs> oh my gosh! You'd be hearing voices, definitely not from ghosts. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So cracks me up over here. I know. I'm I'm, I'm laughing. So what else? Uh, 
What else you got going on? I, I think that's our biggest stuff for investigation so far. We started um, started doing more advertising. We're putting stickers out, kind of advertising on Facebook and Instagram, trying to get more of those private investigations because I wasn't in the group before COVID. And, but what I was told is they, they used to get one or two a month, um, sometimes more. Um, and that's kind of died down since COVID. So we're trying to get back into to getting those investigations set up so we can we can start doing that more regularly. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. You know, COVID really put a, a damper on a lot of things. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, and it's it's at least it's getting it's getting better. I mean, with um with vaccines, things like that, people are getting out more and doing more things. People are starting to to trust other people, so to speak. <laughs> They are. Right. There's um the the old uh, I think it's a prison, the state prison in Missouri. Oh yeah, yeah. They they're renting that out for investigations now. Which which one? Uh, which specific one? Um, the one with the uh with the centennial sale cells, the one in Jefferson City, Missouri State Penitentiary. Okay, I'll look that up because if that's true, we can all pack a bag. <laughs> I know. I think, I think it's like I think it's like a hundred dollars a person or something like that, which is oh my gosh, that's not bad for the whole night. You got the whole it. thing, exactly. Yeah. Do, do you get the whole thing? I think you get the whole thing. That's awesome. And it just depends on like how many if you can rent. For like a certain number of hours, I think you get like eight hours for a hundred dollars, and right, right. I don't think you can wow. necessarily be like. I don't. I don't know if you can just like book like only your group or or what, but most places will let you. It depends on. Uh, it depends on the price, though. That's usually the price yeah. gets gets pretty high. If it's just going to be a private thing with you and your team. Yeah, that can get pretty expensive. Right. Yeah. That, that's that's why I stick to uh, <laughs> to private uh, investigations. So tell me, what is what is? I don't have to know this because I love asking this question. What is the number one piece of equipment that you use the most? I I use my audio recorder the most. Um, even when I don't have like, even if I don't have anything else set up, I've got the audio recorder going. Oh, and nice! Yeah, that's awesome. Like a recorder, yeah. or like the recorder from your phone. I have, I have the, I have three recorders that I use. Um, nice. So I just have like a, a little recorder, and like I'll set one in a room, and then I've got one that I'll carry around with me. But I've always got a recorder going. So let me ask you something that just, that piques my interest. Um, when you do the rest of these and catch all these EVPs, you said you had like three um, recorders. Did you ever pick up something, you know, that wasn't on the other one? Like did some of them, you know, different recorders, sometimes you can't pick up something or it's meant for one person to hear, not everybody. Yeah. I've had that happen. It probably like once, maybe twice. And with that, I don't know if it's just the recorder was on the other side of the room or if it was just like 
I'm going to whisper this to you and no one else could hear it. Um, gotcha. But I, I, I don't, I don't usually have them like right next to each other. I might try okay. that next time though. Well, I've, I've had that happen, Anna. I've, I've had, uh, yeah, I've had my recorder and then I've had my camcorders going and mm-hmm. maybe the cam would pick something up and the audio recorder wouldn't vice versa. Yep. I remember taking my mom on an investigation and I was catching stuff and she was right next to me with her recorder that I bought her. And we were in South Carolina doing the haunted church and cemetery. And I was standing right next to her and I got things that she didn't get. And she looked at me and she said, let me use your recorder. <laughs> <laughs> like, Okay. Like, I don't think it works that way, but go ahead. <laughs> like, like yours is special or something. Yeah. I was like, okay. But the thing was when I got her back, there was a couple of EVPs on it. <laughs> and see, that's, that's why I like to ask what, what the most used piece of equipment is because my, my used, most used piece of equipment would also be an audio recorder. Some people, they, you know, mm-hmm. they, they like, REM pods and then they or their K2 meters or whatever and they like to pair that with their with their audio recorders me I I just use my body you know and I have REM pods and I have mel meters and things like that but I, I really like the old school way of doing it I, yeah that's- the, the audio recorders I think is the best way to get like evidence you can share yeah because Agreed. you can go to someone and be like our light lit up I'm like, okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, that's cool. <laughs> like, no, I, I, the light went all the way to red and that doesn't mean anything. Wow. To them. <laughs> You'd be okay. like, Ooh, what does it all mean? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I totally get it. I, that's why I asked. And the, uh, do you use like ghost boxes or anything like that? Um, we have spirit boxes. I use the SB11. Um, we got a couple of the the SB7s, and I think honestly the SB7s are just still better. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I agree with that. Well, see, my uh, SB7 got... works perfect. Yeah, and that that's what that's what she was just saying. Laura was just saying that. Yeah. Uh, they prefer the SB7s. Yeah, that's I was just like, like I'm gonna get. I'm going to get the fancy one. It, you know, it, it does AM and FM. It's going to be so cool. And it's just, it's not as good. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's like you're so excited and then you're let down. <laughs> like, oh, okay. yeah. Um, yeah. We've got the, the K2s. Um, we have a couple of DVR systems that we use. Um, I ended up just having to buy a whole TV because we'd go places and they wouldn't have anything that we could connect the, the DVRs to. So we just tote a whole TV to investigations. Um, got the, got the spirit box, the rim pod. Um, what about the, like the a SLS flux do you, camera? Do you have a flux? A flux too? We do have a flux. Nice. We do have a flux. Um, we've got a FLIR, which is really fun. Um, Got a one of the people in the group has a yeah. Got a millimeter. Um, one of the people has a, a portal, which we huh. just recently started kind of testing out. Um, I don't know how I feel about it yet. We'll find out. And then um, I can't remember what it's called now that 
now that I'm trying to talk about it. It's like a little triangle, like a little triangular prism, and it lights up red or green depending on if something gets close to one side of it. That's the flux. flux. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. Flux yeah. 2 does that. And yes. I, I love that one. And whenever uh, Chia is, is one of our members, he owns it. And whenever we're getting ready, I'm like, did you bring it? <laughs> Can we put it out? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't you, uh, didn't you say you had an uh, – uh, oh, God, I just lost my train of thought. Um, oh, SLS. There it is. Yeah, we have an SLS, and we've gotten some pretty cool stuff on it. I, it it's one of those things where, like, we're like, look, we got a stick figure. Um, it's evidence. And I don't know if people like actually believe us, but like it kind of at the very least gives us guidance for like where we should focus. Well, yeah, because we all know that that sensor, it's just a, yeah. an Xbox sensor. We know that, yeah. that that throws out millions of little dots and those dots try to put things together, even if it itself causes its own paradelia and tries to put stick figures together. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, we've had it, it's a great tool uh, mm-hmm. if you can match it to something credible. Exactly. It. Right. I. I like to. I like to use it to be like, where do we need? Like, there's a stick figure in this room. Like, we should put a piece of equipment in this room, or we need to put a camera in this room because, at the very least, something is here. If it's a spirit. You know, it, awesome. We might get something. If it's dust, then it's dust. But it right. gives us an idea of, of kind of instead of just we've got this whole hospital. Like, let's you know, what do we do? It's there's something in this room. Right. That's right. why you should do it. What would you just say, Anna? I said that's how you should do it. Yes, I agree. So what what other um, when you do an investigation and now if I'm wrong just let me know when when you conduct your investigations do you learn everything you can about the place first or do you not you just go in blindly and then as you're reviewing evidence let me how do I want to say this when you do your evidence, do you get it at the end and then match your uh, your EVPs and things to it, or do you go in like you now you know everything, you got all the story, and you work off of that? <laughs> Did you understand? I, yeah, no, I've, I, I personally. <laughs> Anna, quit thinking about yeah, the I mineral pers- water. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> she, she won some. Just, just run down to United. They've got some at United. See, see, <laughs> see, that's what happens. See, she's so worried about that mineral water, she's even forgetting what she wants to say. <laughs> oh, <hi. laughs> hey, it came back to me. I, I personally prefer, and if I had the option every time, I wouldn't know anything. Um, ahead of time and then just see what I get. And then if that matches something, then awesome. Um, I mean, that's not always an option though. A lot of times when you're talking with the homeowner, they're going to tell you everything 
or uh-huh. when you go to like a public location, you know, it's going to have been on Ghost Hunters or, or the other show or right. Public's like the worst. Be, yeah, because like you're gonna you're gonna know something, and so that, I think that makes it harder to to review evidence because when you're you know listening for EVPs, you'd be like somebody died here. It could be like like it'll just be static and be like it said I was murdered, <laughs> and <laughs> and and so it's easier to not know anything. That's just not always possible. Hmm. Right. The, and and it kind of goes like I I was the same way I would um, I would go by what the the homeowner or business owner would say and then I'd write it all down and you know the more I thought about it the more I was like well you know I should have went about it as do the investigation I don't want to know nothing and then get the information and try to validate it from the evidence we've caught yeah in a perfect world we'd be able to do it that way i think i think i think so too (laughs) he says in a perfect world (laughs) and i and i haven't i haven't investigated for since well 2018 i i stepped away from my my group that i had i closed it down and I moved back to Pennsylvania. So, I mean, just talking to people since I started this podcast, the way people work now, it's is a big difference from when I did it from back in the day. I mean, I, I, uh, I yeah, I'm thinking about that. I I didn't have all the stuff that the people have now. When I first started, I mean, you yep. had you had a tape recorder and you had, you know yourself yeah yeah and then yeah i mean i didn't even when when i did it there was no internet <laughs> so oh yeah so you're like <laughs> how do you you know but that's why i always go with the the audio recorders and myself because it's like where did the voices come from you're you're nowhere that there's any voices where does it come from so you just exactly. you're pulling them out of the air. To, to me, it's very fascinating. That's that's one of the the most credible pieces of evidence, I believe. Anyway, I, I think it's definitely the the best to show to an owner, a homeowner, an owner of a of a public location, what have you, because with video, a lot of times that could be anything. With the audio recorder, it'd be like this is obviously none of our voices. Right. And if you're someplace, let's say you're you're in a hotel and nobody's around and you're doing EVP sessions and some little girl or little boy says something and you're like, where did that come from? Exactly. That's what I would be doing. I'd be like, wait, what? Exactly. It's like, where does it come from? There's no, there ain't nobody here. It's just us. Where did this... <laughs> this little girl, little boy's <laughs> voice come from. That would, yeah, see that? I'd have to get the, to the bottom of it. <laughs> right. 100%. Right. Yeah. Then it's like, yeah, now you're, you know, you're really delving into the history of the place because especially if it's a business, people don't want nobody to know that some child died in their, in their hotels or whatever. That's true. So, yeah, it's just a, uh, 
it's it's a a long process after that. I mean, you might get locals; they might tell you. You might find something about it, maybe going to you know the local newspaper or something. Locals love to tell a lot, but they also mix in you know the truth and the myth. They do. So it's hard to kind of distinguish sometimes. Right, right, and it would it. I think a lot of like, um, like local people, not all of them now, of course you got to weed them out, but most of them will be truthful when, when they're telling you something like that. It's, it's just the news and stuff are going to make it different because they, they're, they're trying to protect the business as well. Right. And if they've been there like their whole life, they're, those are the ones I like to talk to. If I get into a town and I'm doing, even if I'm not doing the research, if I just walk up and people see, you know, my outfit, I'll start asking people, do you know this place? And people that have been there and, you know, have their kids and their grandkids there, they're the ones to talk to. Right, right. Laura, they what? They could tell you all of it. Go ahead, Anna. Oh, it's not, that's it. They could tell you just everything, myth, legend, or truth. Yes, exactly. And they're and they're going to tell you wholeheartedly. They're not going to sugarcoat it. They're just going to tell you exactly. right out. Right. So, Laura, let me ask you this question: in in your, what is your kind of, what is your expertise in this group? Um, that's a good question. I don't actually know if I have an expertise. Um, yet. But what's your forte? What's the I, thing that you, you like to do the most? What is it that like you're in charge of? Yeah. My, my favorite thing to do is the EVPs. Um, and I'm always trying to like get the group to like settle down and be like, okay, let's do an EVP session or let's, let's do a spirit box session and always trying to just like get something going to like try and, and get, get as much evidence as so, we can. So do you do the do you do you do the analysis of the EVPs? I do. I do. Um we all to a degree, we all have our own equipment, so we'll kind of analyze our own equipment. But you know, whenever anyone sends something to me, like, you know, I do my own analysis and, and kind of go off of that. And I don't know if that is just because I grew up kind of watching the ghost hunting shows and like seeing like how they did it and like listening in for, for that. I mean like, you know, how, what is the best way we could do this or what? Um, but, but I definitely think I, I, I kind of put a bigger focus on analyzing those DVPs. So like, would you, um, let's just say this, if, if one of your teammates they they have audio okay from mm-hmm. from an investigation that you was at as well and they go through it and they write down all their things that they find out of there and they they mm-hmm. mark the times now do they give it to you and then you do the same thing and after it's done you kind of compare sometimes sometimes um yeah sometimes sometimes what we'll do though is just like we'll send like the section and be like, what do you hear? 
instead of doing like here listen to the whole eight hour recording or whatever be like okay here's a chunk what do you hear in this chunk sure yeah that's that's kind of like what i was saying except i yeah i went the long route around it <laughs> so yeah you said you send these little snippets but yes uh because each person hears different things they're going to get a different uh they're going to get a different point of view each time they listen to it exactly so sometimes you can't hear something if you by the test time you've heard it you can finally pick up on it but sometimes it's there you just gotta dig for it right and it's like you know if i would give you this piece of uh clip that you need to listen to and i say this is what it is well you're already going to know because that's it's it's already being instilled to you what it says that's why i was just curious on how exactly we've had a couple of times where like someone will be like i think this is what i hear and then everyone will be like yeah that's what it is and then we'll go listen to it again and be like i don't think that's what it is But like we're listening in, be like, okay, I think they're saying, you know, this, that, or the other. So I'm going to be listening for this, that, or the other. Right, right. All right, Anna. What else you got? Anna, you still with us? <laughs> I think she. Uh, I think I'm she, here. Uh, I was going to say, I think you went for that mineral water. <laughs> my cat got a hold of my airphone. <laughs> Not a play toy. So what else you got for Anna? I'm sorry, what? What else you got for? Do you have any questions for? Um, I had one going back. Let's see, where are my notes? Hang on, I wrote it down. I think she has some some great uh, some great things that she talked about, and I'm hey, I'm, hey, hey. I'm excited <laughs> to see where where she's going to go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I yeah. found it. Um, on that land where the you know Native Americans were, mm-hmm. yeah, all that. Did you happen to look into if there were you know ley lines that happen to cross over? Oh, yeah, that's we a good didn't. question, I, yeah. We didn't. I'm not even honestly sure where I would look up, where I would look that up. You can um, go to uh, the library, and they can show you some of the books on their, um, what they call footprinting um, from doing the ground up, and you can use some of those places. You can see if there's anything that, to them, it doesn't look normal, but we would know what it looks like. Yeah, I'm going to go look that pole up. Pole to pole I'll, area. I'm going to look that up, and then I'm going to send that to you guys. Yeah, that, that's awesome. That would be great. Yeah, that was that was definitely a good question. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> well, I'm here. And no, I wasn't thinking about mineral water. So <laughs> I was about to say, if, if I'm on the mineral water, then you need to get some, because get on this level. <laughs> All right. Well, Laura, you know what? We had a fantastic time talking to you, and I, I'm really excited to see where where you and your team is going to go. 
Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for being on. And um, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it was it was great to to hear what you have going on and hear some of your experiences. And uh, I hope to have you back on sometime. Absolutely. We're friends on Facebook now, so just let me know. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm coming. We're we're, me and Anna's coming. We're gonna be. Checking your ground, we're going to be bringing shovels. So. Yeah, we bring <laughs> shovels <Absolutely>. and <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, being on tonight. Yeah, thank Laura, you. that Have was great. Night. Thank you so much. All right. All right, folks. So there you have it. So that was Laura Cop, and she was with Palo Duro Paranormal. So if you need to reach out to them, you can find them on Facebook and I'm telling you folks, this is a good team. They uh, they know what they're doing. So, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, all right. Well, thank you very much for tuning in. And uh, hope to have you on the next episode of Paranomaly. So, here's a word of caution. As you know, be careful when you're getting a team to investigate your home or business. Because, you know, you wouldn't just have anybody in your house, would you? So do some research. Hey, thanks for tuning in tonight, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please like, subscribe, share, follow, all that good stuff. And uh, if you believe you have something paranormal happening in your home or business, hey, send us a, an email. Or get a hold of us on uh, Facebook. But uh, you can reach us at paranomalypodcast at gmail.com. You can also visit us at uh, www.paranomalypodcast.com for more content. And... Uh, Thank you again for watching or listening. We hope to see you for the next episode. Thank you.